Hi, this is Adam Thomas and welcome to the By Unanimous Decision Podcast. Every week we're going to speak to someone from the combat sports world, whether that's boxing, MMA, wrestling, anything under the sun, we're going to look at their journey through the sport. In the first episode I'm joined by Irish boxer Paddy Barnes. He had an illustrious career as an amateur, representing Ireland at three different Olympics, winning two bronze medals, as well as representing Northern Ireland at two Commonwealth Games, picking up golds at both. He turned professional in 2016, and in the podcast we talk about his journey through the sport so far. If you like the podcast, please leave a comment, subscribe, and all feedback is appreciated. You know, you have people, same friend, like, very friendly in Glasgow with people, just like back home. You get the same stupid uh, hate with football in terms of Celtic Rangers, so it's just, it's, just like, it's just like being back home. Yeah. Um, does it sort of help? Keep you away from the sections at home at all, or um... yeah, I, I don't really get distracted anyway, to be honest with you. But uh, I think like Glasgow is very, very good. Have a, a brilliant training facility, um, brilliant things for saying. Have a great team around us, and uh, it's a twenty-minute flight away from Belfast. So I'm literally like about fifty minutes from my house. Ah, I always find it like. It's one of those ones where you, you go up and then you see the sign off and then off. <laughs> Ridiculous. Um, it's going to take a little journey back. Um, you're back to walk into your first boxing gym. Where is it? What, the first box that I walked into was a, a club called Belfast ABC, which is now Belfast Crunk. I'm Tony Delap was a coach. I started training. Oh, only boxed with my friends box, so I walked fall down to the underwear. I started training on the Wednesday night. And I was fighting that Sunday. I lost like, but I still trained there and um, I used to go down to a place in County Down called Ardellas. Uh, my cousin's boxed and my uncle went to the club. And because I was down every weekend, I said, no, I just want to join their club. So I didn't train during the week. I only trained the weekends. And uh, I boxed my uncle down there. And was it your friends that sort of got you Friends and my cousins, more or less, you could say. Uh, why why what did you do to say? Just, just to fill it. Just a thing. Um, I think it's a well published story. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I lost the first twelve fights. Um, but I'm saying I lost the first twelve fights. It wasn't as if I could beat up all the very very good fights. Um, and to be honest, people say why did that give up? No, I never thought about boxing or giving up. I just done it because my cousins and my friends do it. I didn't care about losing. Like. Didn't disheart me at all. I only done it because it was a hobby. So, like losing didn't really matter, matter to me. Do you remember what the first fight was like? Did you not? Know? Like, just a wee bit. Like, you remember just beyond, like, wait here, it's a weird day. It's a lot, but it's a close fight, like, but. Yeah. I love it, but. Um, when did you sort of start taking it seriously? Um, when I was 13, I, uh, I really wanted to win the Allardons. Actually, I didn't want to win the Allardons. I wanted to fit in double in the National Stadium. But in order to do that there, he needed to be the Arsenal champion. I always lost there. Carl Fountain beat me. That's why I never could go down. And that was always my, my dream, to fight in the National Stadium. And I was 15. I could down. I lost, my, I lost in the Allardons semi-finals. But then next year, I won them. And I went to the, the 40 championships, which were Ireland, England, Scotland, Wales. 
I won that door. And once I won that door, I thought I were jumping. I thought I was top of the world. And I thought, no, what? I only gave us back to the good goal because I think I'm the best because I just won the East Four Nation Championships. Wrapped up the country. Some confidence, please, for you. Big team. Big team. Fought the best in England. And the best in Scotland at that time. Who was that? Chris Hughes. Chris Hughes? Badger Hughes. Alright, yeah. Um, when was that the first time you sort of met Carl Frampton was through, through the... Yeah, um, Carl Frampton was a prize not the cafe. Very boxing. I never ever heard about it. It was a stick boxing and sports to bring some together. And it was a proof story. Like, I have many, many boxing friends. All through boxing. Which is unbelievable. What does that, like, what does the sport sort of mean to you? Well, it just uh, means everything. I've met IPS friends to the sport. You know, this sport has brought communities, communities together. You know, Belfast, where many, many troubles are. Uh, with the sport, both sides wouldn't really mix. You know, they'd be like fighting, you know, say, or even the park, have loads and loads of support from people from a positive background as well. You know. So it's it's one of those sports where no matter of your religion, your colour or anything like that, there people will behind you. Is that sort of one of the big things you just you know, it doesn't matter who will yeah. I, I I had never cared anyway. I, I wasn't bothered by. But um it doesn't really matter to me anyway, so support. For other people maybe yeah, but I would never had any hate or just sleep towards anyone either anyway so um when was your first sort of like European championships? Um I went to the European Championships in two thousand and ten in Moscow. The first ever European oh, yeah first ever European someone vote. And two thousand eleven won again and I missed it with wrist injury. What was the one in two thousand seven? European Union? Oh, I would take a wee European Union, so that was not the right one. Like, oh, okay. But I lost. I, I got a split retina. Boxer hit me. Um, he's actually against the KNA, from France, Nordine Duval. I think he's fighting for the WBC Bantam title next. So well. I don't know. He's a very, very good fighter. Yeah. Um, when you said you split your, your retina there, um, what, how, did, how did it feel at the time? And it wasn't sore, I just had to. Split vision, like double vision, it was weird. And like, I remember I hit thumb punch one night, but he's over there, it was strange. Looking out of it, I don't know what splitting around it feels like. But, uh, uh, there's no panic, there's no, no. pain at all, no, just um, the double vision, it was crazy. No problems with it now? No, no, no. 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 It's pretty, yeah. healed up pretty well. Thankfully, right? yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, when, so build up to the 2008. Olympics. Um, I think you had a couple of competitions to sort of qualify for, for that. Well, I had one. Um, what happened was the World Championships in Chicago were the first qualifier for the Beijing Olympics. And initially, Ireland were sent seven boxers, and I wasn't a part of it because I said it wasn't good enough. But my coach, uh, I believe Billy McKee, who cut from coach, they had a meeting. They're part of the Senate Council. Um, and they got the decision overturned, not just for me, but sent a full team. And it turned out I was only box qualified. So yeah. I was happy with that. Um, it's quite a lot of 
I think you probably know yourself, there's politics involved with boxing in general. But there's politics in every sport. There's politics in everything. Like a, a local community out there is probably insane politics, you know, of who's a, the boss or who's a manager. It's just that's sport. Boxing. I'm just having a There's some bad, bad politics. Yeah. Um, do you ever think that, oh, that hasn't been overturned, your whole... If I had a return, I wouldn't have went to the mix. Definitely not, because if I had a chance, I would have to go through Europe to qualify. Well, I think I, I, I thought it was good enough anyway, but it would have been a lot harder. And plus, in Europe, if you're Irish, I'd give it an eight. You weren't in the decision against Russia, against Ukraine, so it would be much, much tougher. Um, when you had qualified for that, well, I feel like. I actually remember because I qualified. I remember beat a fellow from Japan, and I was celebrating not because I qualified, because because I got the last eight of the World Championships that made my funding. I mean, exactly, I was I was not funded in the first place, but it made me go on the twenty thousand euro year funding. And I remember Billy Watson going, "Yes, you qualified for the mix. I don't even care. I just, I want the money, twenty grand a year, happy days." And uh, so I didn't care about the Olympics. And I was like, so I didn't really know what the Olympics were. Like, I wasn't, my dream was never being a gold medalist. I've never even watched Olympics. I've always heard of like the 100 meter sprint and all over. I watched the American Olympics, you know what? But they have it. But uh, what was that again? Not qualifying? Yeah, like, it was in Beijing. And I was the only boss from Brandon qualifying. Like, I never won. I had no way I'm going. With coaches who don't even like at the time, to Beijing. I think I was 20 or something. I'm I, I, ahead of me. I don't want to go. I need to make games on my own. Be depressed. But then, like, trained away over, however, break ball. And a year later, qualifiers, John and them qualified. There was another qualifier, and three more parts qualified. Me. I'm happy I've got, I've got a team here now. So, it was, it was more relaxed. But. Yeah. Um. So the therapy, 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 um, I don't want to say better lost, but it was terrible as any athlete. The village wasn't even finished, the food was disgusting. Um, I don't know how the hell the point of the games I would get there because it wasn't even many. Um, the venue we brought it wasn't real. Um, the birdies and people were, were, were great, but London was my best games. Yeah. Close to home. Philly is great. English speaking country. Make a big difference, that big time. Yeah. Okay. Um, how did you find sort of in general after that the, the competition in Beijing? Brilliant. I, uh, I thought it was very, very good. Uh, <coughs> some good fairs out. Uh, <coughs> uh, my fight in the semi final, I lost to Sui Jimmy 15-0, which was it's crazy. I knew lost a fight. And I've watched it loads of times, audio I've watched it loads of times, uh, sports um, analysts, like 
And if I had been like 12-4, I wouldn't even have been raging like, the way I was. Like, I'd have been happy because I, I did lose a fight. But we, it was too quick for me. But that's one of the points. I was hitting him. He, he was getting points for it. No, I was disgusted. Yeah. Um, that's obviously the start of a little rivalry between you. Yeah, yeah, I was a second encounter. We fought in the World Championships. Oh, okay. In the quarterfinals. I'd already qualified, but this would prefer a medal. Beat me. Like, 24, 6 or 24, 8. Uh, it was a good fight, but he, he, he was just too quick for me. I was a very, very experienced. He was current world champion, current Olympic bronze medalist, and Kerry, but it was a good fight. Uh, Beijing, 15 0. I don't know where the judge got this score from. I don't know how much they were paid by the Chinese government, but. Do you ever like think about that sort of thing? Like the, you know, yeah, you put something on the bird, they can't do that in the middle. Who am I? I'm only an athlete. And if you complain too much to run and go, they'll go to the way they cost you to the side. Does, does it feel weird that you can be totally powerless in a sport? Yeah. I think every, every, every smart person understands that as a boxer you are somewhat powerless. That just, aye, just when you sign up, sort of. Accepted it doesn't matter who you are, like, if, like, I even, you've seen it in the real Olympics, like, you're, like, I'm Irish, you're English, yeah? I guess. If you're, <laughs> if you're Aiba, you're no nationality, you're Aiba, so they have their own nationality, that's just who they are, and they want something, the hard dirty it is, they'll do it, and they don't, yeah. so. That's what I'm telling lies. Yeah. Um, how was that sort of fight? Because obviously, traced in the form. Did the last sort of fight play in your mind at all when you were fighting them? No, no. I remember uh, I fought in London the third final game. I was coming to Prem as an amateur, I thought. Um, he was getting older. And he was starting to stand a fair bit much than Ian reached to. I thought he wants to suit me. And I always said to my coaches, you know, it's lost 15 now. All I want to do is score a point. If I score a point, I'll be really, really happy. Um, and I went first round, I forget, it was 7 4. And I didn't even care who was 7 4 to. But I was just glad that I got 7 4 points. Next round, we drew the round, so he was still 3 ahead. The last round, I went out a few more punches and more aggressive. I won the round. A few more punches through the whole fight. I came back 15 each. We get big 15 now. The draw on 15 each, it was, it was something else. I was like, you know what? I thought maybe I could lost his fight, you know, it was very, very close, but came back, dabbing at them because I threw a lot more punches. The judges barely be hitting the buttons more for me, but I turned out to work. How did you feel sort of after that? I was tempted, you know, one, one, one point away from, um, or one button away, I mean, a point they could stop the judge who hit the button randomly, um, from Getting in the big final. Does that, do you sort of, is it one of these ones where you kind of just accept it or is it like a, you beat yourself up because you feel like you can do them? No, it's key. You have to accept it because you can't even beat yourself up. You can be the best in the world and no matter how good you are, if the judge don't like you, you're not going to do it no matter what. No matter how hard you feel, no matter how dedicated you are. If someone doesn't like you or someone is rooting for the other guy, they're in charge. So you're 
clear of it all. Um, it's all a bit more like hard from the Olympics. I saw you wanted to be the flag bearer for 2012. Uh, at 2012, however, uh, I really, really want to be <coughs> the flag bearer. It was only returning medalist, two time Olympian. No one else had a medal given the games, so I thought, you know, I should be the captain. I should be the captain, I should be the flag. They picked Kay Taylor. But so it wasn't too disheartening because Kay is a friend of mine. It's just like the times was three, four times world champion. So I didn't really care. Um, I, was, I was happy that, that I watched that too. But I was dis disappointed that I, I didn't get it myself. Took your own uh, uh, sign? I don't know. Took your own sign with you? Uh, maybe I can't have a me fly somewhere in the room. And the little uh, sponsor? Yeah. Uh, no, I was just. <laughs> I don't think that's the idea of uh, but the psychologist. The point you should do something crazy, like get yourself TV. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not doing it. They came up with both cut that idea. And nobody knew how to pull it out. Mick Hamlet will do something, Mick Hamlet got scared. <laughs> and he had a wee flag just. But I didn't cry up. Boom. The amount of Portuguese, Brazilians, Americans, everyone. I had like 40,000 followers and like a VR or something. It was crazy. That. The power of social media. The power, of, yeah. the power of, the, of the fake world. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw as well, and I think it was at Olympics when you, you all seemed to take pictures with each other's opponents or rivals. Is that right? I didn't do that. <laughs> that's not Olympic Games, that's Commonwealth Games. People who beat me for years. Like, we, we arrived, for example, we arrived. Well, I'll tell you a story first. I fought in the World Championships in Milan. Lost to Falcon Kenya, where he had destroyed and gave two sand counts. He got points for sand counts in the ring. I lost like 15-4, but it was ridiculous. So I went crazy. Kept the gloves, just with the referee, on mental. And again, sent home. So, didn't worry. Right? The following year, Commonwealth Games in Delhi. Fellas from Kenya, German guy. No sooner have we put our bags in the room at the hotel, Tom McCarthy and McCollin, Tom McCann, sorry Tom McCollin, out, look my front, and they found him. <laughs> Peter, you are an Irish legend, I'll get the picture of him. And any other boxer who uh, fought and lost to, all the boys will get pictures of them to wind me up. Uh, this is definitely uh, somebody who said that you've, you've done this as well. I I do it in the back. No. You have to. It's good just to sort of. Make it light-hearted, I guess. Of course, it's really like fun. Like, I mean, we're all fans, but like, like there's no, there's no uh, filter between any of us, yeah. which is a good thing. Like I say, so don't get defended. You're also like-minded, I guess, in the same yeah. sport. So yeah, definitely. Always helps. Um, this stuff. Um, if, you, if you don't mind talking about this, obviously, sort of shortly after the Beijing Olympics. Um, uh, With um, Dan Sutherland, um, yeah. obviously, uh, if people don't know, um, we sort of found his room behind. Um, mm. Close friend. Yeah, yeah I've trained Don for for a good few years, and the guys team though. As an amateur, he was so professional compared to, compared to everyone else. No. He had training diaries, he wrote how he felt that day, his dad was sound, everything was perfect. He was just a happy person. And then, you know, he wanted to win, he obviously wanted to win the big games, but 
he was happy with a medal, but his dream was to be a world professional, more than anything. And after he got the medal, you know, that was perfect, so he got the exposure he needed, you know, to catapult him into the professional scene, for all, all for all the bumpers. And that was his dream, turn professional, you know. I mean, I think it was after a year and a half as a pro, he was found dead in um, his apartment in London. And we're still, comes out you, I think, surrounded the death, I suppose. But yeah, uh, I was going to say, I'll touch on it briefly. Obviously, yeah. when he was found, sort of, in the inquest, there was a... It was strange, certain I think, so yeah. I mean. It was, his hands were still, um, his, his hands were bound. So, hands were bound, like so. Um, uh, it's, I'm not going to say, I'm going to say, because it's Tuesday, because that for me to say it was, I don't know if he did or not because it was so strange. Yeah. Oh, what, what happened? Um, obviously, relations with Frank Maloney and sort of information. Yeah, yeah. You're hearing, like you're hearing rumors, but there's a lot of rumors going around boxing. A lot of rumors going around we were. So, so they believe. I guess at the end of the day, it's the same, same end result. Obviously, the, yeah. the boy's lost his life. And yeah. So I was doing that. Um, did that have an impact on? Yeah. Yeah, but like, I haven't talked. I haven't talked to him about two years or a year and a half. But you no, know, I always watched him because I've been around trouble the world I'm like. So I've always wanted to do well and all I know when when that happened like it just I was really shocked and you know it was how it ended. I guess it came to a surprise to everyone, but Yeah, definitely because the kind of person he was, you know, ever was to say, you know, um, just a happy person, like if it happened to him, Jesus like, the, and that one is kind of anyone Yeah, um, that's obviously something you're sort of advocating as well. Yeah, yeah, I, I am a, I was an ambassador for um, well-being and mental um, health and for sport and I. What made you want, want to step into that role? Well, I was approached by a friend of mine who's a CEO and, you know, like in North Belfast is like the highest suicide rate in a small place in Europe. You know what I mean? So if I can do anything to help anyone or promote something, you know, I'll, I'll do everything I can to do that. What was you put that down to, do you think, is why it's so high in that area? I don't really know what to ask you. Like, it's just... I have my own reasons, but I think younger fellas do it more. Like, obviously, drugs is, is, is a big issue, but for me, one of the main things, for me, looking for me in, is social media. You know, people have these fake lives on social media. One person, young, young, fifteen-year-old kid commits suicide, and the freedom be massive. There'd be a, a Facebook page like a strand him, and then maybe one of the friends like, "Geez, I'm playing strands. I, I, I want people to talk about me out there, kill themselves, stupidity. You know what I mean? Just being, being naive. Like, it's, it's, I, I think social media is, is, is a big part in like uh, mental health as well. Yeah. I I always sort of say it is you always see people's best sides. No one wants tell you how bad they feel or how bad they get. No, to me, I mean, our best thrown off. Like it, it's it's so fake. It's it's ridiculous. Is it something that's ever um, affected you personally or? No, I don't know. I've seen you spoken recently about sort of gambling. Um, yeah, I used to gamble a lot of money, um, especially it's more more like it was amateur because. Dublin, he'd be bored after training, like he, he was, as a professional team. Oh, the officer. I'm lucky I have probably. Uh, uh, I'm 
I seriously don't talk. We just take a colour out. Is that what you're is so much free time in your hand? You're fighting all around the world. Come home. So much free time, you're bored, you do a job. And I can the gamble and just gamble, 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 because it's just it's just happy like. I wouldn't like that like extravagant amount of money like just, I got out of hand, it's just doing too much, so we can't too much of a hobby. So well I'm just speaking up about it, because uh, yeah. it's not probably the easiest thing to do, but um, when did this first start? The, when did you stop first making bets? Maybe two years ago, maybe after Rio Olympics. Because in Rio, it was betting big. And uh, it's sick of me in Rio, because I won a lot of money, uh, as supposed to won a lot of money, and they didn't get paid out. Some stupid boxer betting up some betting us and stuff. Round it all. But, um, uh, I don't know. Guys, I was gambling, I didn't really care about, like, obviously, I care about winning money. But with everybody, the money, it's about, when you're fighting, you have, like, adrenaline, rush, a rush. Like, like watching the race, like a rush. Ah, I still lost. Ah, I won, brilliant. But it was a bonus, but it's just with the rush. It's a weird feeling to describe, but I obviously when you when you get it, I yeah, on the edge you and like. Yeah, you love dying, But my problem there with the in the big east, because it catches your hand. Well, it's different to catch your hand. If you're betting online, it's numbers on the screen. Didn't even care. Yeah. I mean. Um, what was the most you sort of ever bet? Do you reckon? It was small amounts, but too many small amounts. Lots of yeah. five, ten. No, yeah. fuck. This is fucking twenty boys. My my one's different from real. Yeah. <laughs> um, how much do you reckon you? Yeah. Oh, so I can't even think about this. Thousands or? Yeah, a few thousand. I would say. When was the point that you sort of said to yourself, "I need to, I need to stop"? I used to say every time I lost money. And I, just, and I was talking away from it and I stopped after talking early. No. Because hey, it, it stopped after that long, it's the curve anymore. I used to like know jockeys and trainers and all, and really didn't know. But see, now I haven't done that long. I just, I've lost interest, no touch, just don't curve anymore. Yeah. Um, so you spoke to your wife? Yeah, she found the camera, so I, I spoke to her about it. And, oh, she had cleaned the ring of hand and all. It's horrible. Yeah, we're on that. Did you find it tough to, to stop? It was hard enough, why? Because like, I stopped first and then back, back on it again. And second hand stopped and it's just stopped on it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, you so, if you were smoking, like you stopped smoking, obviously you're grabbing more fame you might do it. But then once you get off for a while, you, you, you forget about that urge to, to do it again. Was it mainly like the boxing and the horse racing that you were doing? Or just What's me? What what was it you sort of betting on? Was it like boxing, horse racing or uh, mostly on it. Yeah. Was that someone you like watched as a kid at all or was it just you just got into Just kept the booties where I started. Yeah. Um obviously you are like an ambassador for thirty two red as well, obviously they're yeah. a gambling company. Is there ever like a conflict of interest with that at all or is no, it just because like in a day I may, I may have had a problem, but, no. Basically, throw your red party pong or all these gambling sites. There are for people in the game, you know, if you have a problem, there's help, they are available, but, you know, responsible gambling's a big thing. Um, just because I had a problem doesn't mean fucking that. Everyone's a problem. 
I mean, so people, it's hard to be, people, it's a part name people. Yeah. People like to gamble, like, drums on the weekend, feel bad, so, I had no issue with gambling, really. I, I was aware I had a problem, but, and now I don't, so. Fair enough. Um, when was the last time? Only for a year, I love <laughs> When was the last time you put a bet on? Um, probably two years ago. Yeah. Do you miss it still, or is it? Um, speaking of bookie companies, uh, I heard you and Paddy Power had a bit of a bit of a thing before the twenty sixteen. Oh, that was that was set up. That was set up. Uh, set up. They 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 scripted all the tweets and that there and uh, sponsored me for them for. The they got marked in for That's it. Worked out. Landed sinker. Yeah, do it. But they actually told me that a lot of their accounts were closed because of it. Yeah. I think they said the number was like five hundred people closed their accounts over. So maybe it maybe didn't work so well for that. That's not good. It likes stops after. Yeah, it's not much, but well, right now there actually is no such thing as amateur boxing anymore. It's not called amateur boxing, but the word "street boxing" was. Um, Five, three in a round, no vest, no hair guard. Even though it's in your box and the hair is no hair guard, but um, just five rounds, four, more rounds. Yeah. Amateur three. Well, amateurs three, there's no such thing as amateur, but uh, so the world series boxing is five rounds, which is similar to the fashion format, four and six, the fashions are. Yeah. So it'll give you a, what's like the fate, five rounds. Yeah. It's very, very good. I'm just fine enough. I love it, you know, we've travelled the world fighting all the best um, people in their countries and beating them up. So I, I was kind of my apprentice, done. Obviously, the only difference that I have pro games is the club got smaller. Some journeymen are a cuter ones to vibe. Said it won't fight you, it's hard to get put away. It's hard to get them engaging in fighting, you know what I mean? So, for me, my first three, three fights are a bit tough to pro game because I was always used to like people throwing perfectly and coming to win. And I'm pro. The sound was good. It's a different mentality, I guess, with the, the journey one as well, obviously, just in to survive, and that's a totally different mindset. Yeah. Um, sort of when you look back over your amateur career, is there any regrets at all over any? Can't, I can't have my regrets now because at the end of the day, all my losses, you know, I could have lost four and square. And the ones that didn't lose four, four you know, there's nothing to do with them. Yeah. They're, they're back control, so I can't forget that. Yeah. Um, I probably regret strangling the field, just like for, for cheating, like, but. Yeah. Um, I guess that's just emotions at the moment, rather than you sort of take over. Frustration and yeah, of course if you're freaking hard on that. You know, I just don't like anybody trying to get walk walk over me. You know, or trying to mess me around. Yeah. Um. Did you ever have an opportunity to go pro sort of during that time? Never been offered ever. No. Um. Uh, never. After Beijing. Nah. Barbara Wigan actually offered me a little baseball once in two thousand nine. Um, I paid twenty thousand pounds. 
Glasgow and Fresno. Just straight on now. I was on 40,000 euro tax free. Why am I on the same round for 20 euro? I didn't realise there was that much money in there. Obviously, that's a big motivation for some boxers to, to not turn yeah, from. You win a major battle. Limp, Europe, European. World Dynamics. You're on top of it. Um, did you want to go pro earlier, or just just the way it worked out? All top professionals from, from Ireland. You know, I talked to you and said, Polly, there's no problem professionals, you're on this money. Um, you're not going to make, make us a pro at that much money, so why would you go professional? And pro boxing is a business, it's not a sport. Yeah. So, obviously, what's the answer? Yeah. Um, I think I read somewhere that you, for 2016, you sort of agreed with MTK to, to go pro with them. So regardless of the results? Yeah, I sat in a meeting with them before Rio. I'm being said, we're going to be amused. Because um, they, they, they guess has a plan. They told us what, what they could do for us. Um, and what direction they were, they were running the company in. Um, just, just, I, I feel like this. So, regardless of what happens in Rio, we're, we're going to pull up. Yeah. Happy made that decision? 100%. Yeah. Um, how did that sort of start in the, in the MTK? Uh, discussion in Dublin, uh, Jimmy Conter were with, with them. They were NGN at the time, and uh, he was just Jim Donnie Vaughan. That was the, his best brother. So the people in NGN talked to us, we're all friends, so I had, had, had the conversation. And there, that happened. <laughs> um, was was that a sort of a big reason for going something that you knew people you knew and trusted to to go pro with? Obviously, well, get... I didn't know who they were. I didn't know who they were. I knew Ali Jamie, trusted them, um, and he was telling his brothers on as well. Well, we was dividing his bar. They want want to go pro, so obviously he would have his best his bar's best interest. He wouldn't be messing about. He trusted them, so I had a, a conversation with them, and I would like like what I was hearing. So, yeah. what was it? So sold it to you? Just like um, the direction they leave me, you know, with my fast track being out there, something they wanted. I wanted to be fast tracked, and they said they could they could deliver out there. So, and I have. Yeah. Oh, I lost my last fight to World Title, but I got the World Title in my sixth fight, was it? Oh, so. Yeah. Um. When did your sort of motivation change from being happy sort of doing Commonwealth Olympic cycles and then wanting to just quit the pros? I was always going professional anyway after Rio because oh, that's something I wanted, actually wanted to do yet because I've been I've, I've been to three Olympic games but as soon as I got my first my like fight in the big games, fun stopped. So basically, I'll go. I'll be probably I would have had some fun like. Uh, the one that just cut me straight off, but... But no idea sort of what it nah, was before. but, uh... You know, I made my second professional straight away after that. And, uh, I remember getting in touch with NTK a month later and asked, me, asked them when I would make my debut. Boom, pretty much on Belfast. Yeah, my debut. Yeah, sort of pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you looked at, say, 
yeah, former teammates, like, like how obviously going on having a good amateur and professional career, did that make you sort of envious that uh, what they were sort of achieving? No, no, because when Carl was achieving his greatest victories as a rider, at the same time I was achieving my greatest ever as an amateur. So it was good. I, I, I always had the hardest fights everywhere. Um, I was a massive fan, I still am, and we're very, very good friends. So the Ramblings, like, I was always chucked the bits of, of success. And, he hasn't stopped yet, he's still going. He's going to win a World War Tech there in December. Yeah, you're on the yeah. show as well. Huh? I want to show too. <laughs> um, looking back across the amateurs, you obviously must have gone to dozens of countries. I have been countries that you probably haven't heard of. <laughs> name them for you. Uh, well, I was, I was even heard of them. Azerbaijan, Kazakhstan. I guess you wouldn't go to, like, you know what I mean? You wouldn't go to your holiday in Kazakhstan. Right. You wouldn't go to our school of Russia, Vladivostok, yeah. on a holiday, you know what I mean? China, you wouldn't go on a holiday in China, would you? Let well, good ball hands are. <laughs> but, um, crazy, not too bad, so. What was, what was the strangest place that you went to that uh, The worst place was, um, crazy. I don't know why, because it was, I felt bad making weight. But it's like a war-torn country. A hotel called Hotel Porn. Uh, and me and Darren so Lumber were went to a shop one night and there was no street lights or nothing, it was pitch black, two feet between us, AC could be turned in the background. And uh, we're walking this road. Um we see these two lights coming like a big ladder, no like a ladder car. Flat on the head, like really, really hammered. Jesus Christ, don't fall to me, he his fellow stops, don't run away, like dead. Car just stuck beside us, we had our, our eye tight on. Man, just a big black arc going on, never forget. I shit myself, darling. What's, what's going on with you? Your aunt in his coat. They were dead. Opened it up, and had a sock hat on. You guys are honest, yeah, Sally, you. He says, yes, yes, just drove off. He cheated, I thought we were going to die. Dar <laughs> saw what was that? That's crazy. Scary, I guess. Oh, <laughs> scary. Um, do you have any others? Less? Nothing as crazy as that. Ah, uh, I also got for two years. Yeah. Yeah, TV. <laughs> Eighteen plus. Um, obviously you're travelling the world with the same group of people as well. Um, and as you said sort of earlier on, that they're sort of your best friends now. Um. What was it sort of like, just when you're doing travelling everywhere, same group of people? It's, it's good, like, I, just, I never thought, but you just, you just get used to it, like, you know, it's not something I've always done, like, you know what I mean? It's life. They go to work every day, just... It was good, like, but when we travelled away, all these countries and all, and got all these tournaments, I, I was only a boxer to get around by myself. Can I say this, I can't say anything only because I think the way I was a bad person, like, I would never talk to anyone. I walked past the team to Harwar and all, I just looked away and all, put my head down. Then once I go away then, I, everybody's me. I'll probably remember what's going on again. But that's the way I was, like, they always give me a room. Not just enough, just to get yourself a, a room by yourself? Oh, no, yeah, no. Definitely, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah,
think he's in the middle of an hour and he's said talk to me, he's on the phone. And he's looked at him. Stir right through him, he's looked away. Well he talked to him, he hated Well what's the worst part of making the way the just the way you feel, you feel like dead. Yeah. The one after you hit the world. Yeah. But I am not. I'll learn about, more about nutrition and all the different stuff. I have a nutrition support with me. Don't think it's still hard, but I'm doing it the right way. So it, it gets a bit easier. Yeah. It's sort of a weird one where it's very around boxing. It's obviously not something that regular people do. No, no, like you know, regular people don't. Stop themselves for three days and stay <coughs> trained, you know what I mean? And then fight the next day. Um, I think that's sort of making quite a lot of changes with the way the way it's done, obviously, like with the rehydration and things. Do you think yeah. that's a good thing? I don't really know. I don't, I don't know what their plan is in doing like, so I think it's more like just even like same day weigh-ins and just checking. Check yeah. I think they were doing as well for one. I think the WBC are looking at. Um, you can't rehydrate past a certain percentage of your well, body weight. Maybe it does it already, but seeing they win, it's just, just it never happened. It's just to be a lot more injuries, seeing they win. People are still going to do extreme measures no matter what. So seeing they win will seriously um, have an impact. You know, people will be fighting at the Adrian State, they could cause more deaths this world. Yeah. Um, Obviously, turning pro, first fight. Obviously, ended with this disqualification. How, how did you sort of feel at the end of that? Just I'm very really glad I was disqualified because the debut was so eager to, to put on a good show and perform in the home city. I roasted a bit too much and it was so negative. He was ran and ran and ran and holding me. Jesus was bad and when he lifted me up, I was so happy because the end of the was over. Just one out of there, I was just doing my head so yeah. Um, is it good just to get that one out of the way as well? Just yeah, I, I, for me, I, I didn't call the debut. I just say it was not fight. Just uh, for me, I always say I had two debuts because I'm a tired boy. Obviously, fight since, and then you had the time fight, your fourth fight, was it? Third, Third fight. Yeah, the WWE European title video. Um, is that sort of the first big step up for you? Yeah, you your fellow was a uh, European champion. He was hard done by in Japan. I, I fully beat the Japanese player for the world title and he didn't get it. Um, tough, tough, tough man. But I didn't perform as well as maybe I can because it was the first time around there. I'd never even sparred him rounds. And I was more focused on getting through the rounds and all performing. Yeah. But I, I think it was outboxing. In the fair, I thought I won every round. Lost it back. I thought I won like four, three or four rounds. Was that sort of the first big step up making? Yeah, the I think rounds, yeah. I'm glad that fight that happened. Yeah. I mean, because I know I'm going to do that kind of fight. That yeah. kind of thing. Um, you obviously had another fight after that then. Um, World title. Yeah. Um, when did you sort of first know? I know. I'm not feeling that there. Two, two fights. Yeah. Um, when did you sort of first find out about that opportunity and what was your sort of initial reaction to it? I, I asked for it. Was it? You did? Yeah. yeah. I asked for a WWE award champion. He priced himself out and 
I can present him our dream of faithful to the Vichy Tail, which is a four bar tail. And uh, so what I mean? I think you had an opportunity to find Belfast. I have two opportunities yeah. to fight my Collins show and a far from show, but I wanted to, to win the world title and I was a fit. Yeah. Um, how did you find that sort of training camp and everything? Everything perfect, no, it's was in pretty good shape. Um, the fight was. I, I would have won that fight, but well, I can't say I would, I would have won that fight. I, I was feeling very, very comfortable in the fight. Um, and obviously, yeah, uh, perfect shot. The piano way there, any fight with that. It's not You could hit me in the first, you could hit me in the twelfth. It doesn't matter, hit me in the fourth and the evil. Yeah. That sort of. I, th I think I've saw you in an interview saying that you could have gone to the hundred and. You could have, because I've hit those body shots and they hurt my body shots before I go. Take a window, do you? It's about 10 seconds, I think. But that was about a good minute and a half. Really wasteful. Yeah. Was that the some of the hardest shot you've been hit with, you know, kind of? I don't know if it was the hardest shot, but it was definitely the most precise shot. No, even if it's perfect, it's the most perfect shot. Yeah. Um, what was sort of your emotions sort of after that? Fight? I just definitely didn't know trailer, no. On the cusp of Queen History, fight for the WBC World Hill. And the Green Shadow, like, no, that was really devastating. I think I saw as well that you watched the fight back, sort of, on the night. Yeah, I watched the back on. Actually, when I thought it was early, I watched the back. I thought, okay, I did a lot of chat. Um, is there anything you would have changed at all with your preparation for that fight? Or, no. Uh, um, is that sort of frustrating in the sense that getting caught no. by a perfect shot? No, it's just possible, I mean. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, I think I saw as well that you were looking for two or three more fights and then sort of to get back into that. Yeah, like, uh, just to get me back on my ways and uh, somewhere. And uh, two more fights against me. Season pro, you've been there now, you know. Tough, tough stunts. Yeah. You've you, you buffered things, like you're maybe expert champions or whatever. You've got experience now. Um, you're obviously on the December 22nd with the car front Looking forward to that? Yeah, I can't wait to that. I can't wait to that. I'm back to the night. It's a studio as well. Me, Sam. Yeah, I mean, Sam, all right. Oh, it's Vic as well. Oh, sorry, Belfast, me, Vic Holland. I'm from Aussie, I'm from the world. So you got that December one, you got the other one as well? Did you say? No, no, no. Just, just that one. Yeah. Um, is that the first time all three of you? I mean, first time all three of us fought this for our fight. I'm a pro, aren't you? Yeah. It's nice for that. Really terrible. Well, it's nice, like, but it's really terrible, like, but it's nice. Get a few more fans out of them. Ah, Bell, Bell. I said, sure, Bell Fossil. Well, fuck, to mind our numbers, like, first. Yeah. Definitely. Bill Warrington. A few more leads for them, though. Someone as well. Um, See quite a lot on your social media and things, and just even whenever I see articles from Irish websites, you, your name gets sort of dragged in yeah. with Colin about obviously with your management company MTK. Um, yeah. Decided not to not to speak to any Irish media outlets um, for whatever reason. That's up to them. But 
do you find that affects you at all personally and the way you perceive it? Even for the bottom right, I think I've blocked a lot of the Irish being anyway, because someone was dark souls. But uh, I don't think I'd be whatsoever. Well, it's not the fact same as because they probably want to talk to me. I don't know, but the fact is, I guys are fed the same show, so they pay the same money. Yeah. I don't want to be famous, I don't want to be living here every week. It's not to be like a family man, a sports man. Yeah. Do we care about being a bit of slavery? Yeah, um, well, obviously it does affect the sort of Irish boxing scene. Um, what's your sort of thoughts on that in general? It's, it's really affecting like, the Irish boxing because um, I think I can't hold shows in the South. So I kind of get insurance for shows. So. It's not it's doing no fault for the room. We have bad press. You know, so it isn't fair but so it's not the right. Um, especially rank turn, you know, every time you're shooting in the book. And it's a gangland gangland feeder over that says like uh MTK green stuff have my picture on it. No, just to say NTK is the NTK is. Because if I'm from Exeter River, I'm part of this feud. I have nothing to do with it. I have nothing to do with it. So it's the Irish media. I hardly get away with tweets some stuff. I, don't know. I suppose it is important to talk about it because it can't be, be blind to it. Like it is something that affects the boxing, but obviously you sort of it's get just a pity, It's just a pity that, that us in the UK can't fight. And they can dub on South Ireland where. Myself, like, myself and Vic Hanna have big, big fan bases. Can't go down there and fight down there, you know, it's just, mm. it is sad, like. Um, they obviously have done quite a few shows in Belfast. Um, yeah, Belfast, you know. Which have been... I have all the shows, like, yeah. basically, yeah. It's like, I just love fighting down in Italy, but I would love to fight down south, you know. I've trained down there all my life in Dublin, you know. I would love to fight Dublin, Galway, Cork. Yeah, I guess when you, how much do you sort of travel the world? You don't fight too much in your, your home country. Never I say fought. Fought in the nice townships. Been in Belfast. I never had to fight in Belfast. Not in the field. Just going out professional fights. All bar one. I've been in Belfast. Very nice getting that. Just do it. I don't, because I'm sure it's travel to take away. It would make for now, it's a lot of Yeah. Um, I think I remember saying that you had a billboard with your, your face and stuff on it for the little time fight. Yeah, billboard, yeah. Was it? It was burning surreal. Yeah. Surreal. You're not a fake thing. for a word, tightly. It's, it's last. Yeah. Time was good. Did that totally justify why you, you go pro and things? Just for. Not, not just to see your face on the billboard, but like, no. uh, See, I think it's nice, but... It's an extra. I don't really care, but like, I don't really care about... I like people recognising their achievements, whatever, but like... I don't, like, I don't want people to be famous or anything, you know what I mean? If you're famous, life isn't really private, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm glad that Alexa Carr Frank and all, he's... He's like a superstar, and everyone knows him, like, he's, he's, he can say he's famous. I'm not like, so... I, I don't want to be here, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, when you were sort of going through, how much did you... When did you sort of realise, oh, this is a, 
viable career path. I did. It's just done. It's all I mean. Yeah. I don't know. I can't really say, like, it's when I was 16, blah, blah, blah. Just. I just take everything as it comes. Yeah. I don't know. What did you want to do when you were leaving school? Did you have any ideas of what you wanted to do? I'm 31. And I still don't want to. Still don't know what I want to be on the road. Yeah. And no ideas, no no inkling then. Nah, I'm not sure. I focus my whole life on boxing. That's why. I have no education, Mary. Try and try. I spent about like eighteen grand on courses. I have finished. Oh, people want to be like, oh, such and such has a degree now. He has a degree. She has a degree. Well, the top athletes in Ireland. But like, that's okay. He's all hobbies. Yeah. The grades are all very, very smart, but what are your medals? What are your European medals? Yeah, not because it's here one or the other. I mean, you gotta go full. 100%. If you want to be the best, you have to solely focus on achievement. Just saying there about courses that you were sort of studying at the time. I've done like HND and sport and ledger management. Partly on sport and ledger management because at least being a at least been a bit sport the whole time, but don't want anything else. Well, probably, I could probably be good at else, but because sports all know, it's the only way I picked the horse. Yeah. Um, do you ever think about going into like coaching or something? I think no. Like, I don't mind helping people out, but I got the pace. At, at, at the minute, I haven't got the time or the patience to, to be coaching, or even to think about being coaching. Yeah. Obviously, it's not a career that lasts forever in boxing, so... Definitely not. Do you think there will be a point where you... I sure there has been. To... <laughs> I know there is a point, I'm about to start boxing, like, but... Yeah. So you keep going to 50. Go for it. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> be yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Into the 60s. Free bus pass, then. Free bus pass with face. Free bus pass with Um, Is it tough living, obviously, <coughs> We're doing this interview in Glasgow. Your life, your sort of home life, back in Belfast. Obviously, yeah. I think you're back home this weekend for. Yeah. Back home for Cape Breath. Yeah. I've been away. I've been living life more since sixteen. Well, when I was the Irish team, Tuesday to Friday, doubling every single week. So it's something. Trying to away for me is something I'm used to. It is harder now. I have two kids, but. I'm lucky in a sense to go away understands this needs to be done. You know, so I don't get nagged about it. Um, it's hard, but it just has to be done. I could have said it's one of these necessary evils, I guess. So just Not the nature of the business. Um, have you missed any sort of like, important events or landmarks? Yeah, I've missed Brophy's not there anymore. I don't intend to miss it anymore, hopefully not. Yeah. Um, didn't miss out first words or anything like that. Yeah, probably uh, 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 tough I guess but as well. Probably not. That's tough. I'd be like a little to be hard for all like, but I can't be hard, I don't dwell on it, but not dark, right, but I don't know. Don't 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 want me to be oh, I don't care, I do care, but No no, I'm not making out like uh, right, but, uh, but, uh, but so it is, it is, but you can't yeah, you just got to accept it, I guess. Oh, that's um, me, it's exactly. Um, it's easier having sort of fellow Irishmen here as well. It's definitely happy with Belfast here, it just makes 
everything that better, even like have a good bond with the coach and all too. It makes it bring easier. Yeah. Um I think you're moving in to next door. Next door. So there's no excuse for being able to be like the China to have the better. Um obviously he's got a family as well, uh Darren McKenna. Yeah, he's two um, as well. Yeah. But I, I love my kids more than because his kids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what makes you say that? I don't know, I, I just, just talk to them about it. Just when uh, uh, you get a feeling. Good stuff. Um, how, how long do you want to sort of box on for? Time. Don't put a time frame on it. Allow to get hang on. Um, what's the longest you think you could sort of go on for? Three years, I think. Three, four years, I think. Three, four years. I don't even know. I don't want to be in your figure, I don't know. Yeah, I guess that's sort of how you feel at the yeah. time. Um, and with the fast tracking as well, like, I only fast track again, like, I don't care about losing, well, I do care about losing, but like, that's probably the best. And um, Wilson, thank you very much for your time, Paddy, and uh, best of luck for your fight in uh, December. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.